Welcome to the Share Chair Podcast, where we tell each other stories and learn from listening. So, so Morgan Smith, yep. welcome to the Share Chair Podcast. <laughs> uh, so, so you you're on this like um, you're wanting to get this. Uh, these bracelets sold for just a single dollar for Make-A-Wish. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. So why do you care about Make-A-Wish? Uh, I really like Make-A-Wish because they they help people that feel like they don't deserve it. There's nothing that can be done to, be, to help them. And Make-A-Wish kind of shines a little bit of light on their darkness. And my sister's friend, when, she, when my sister was younger, my sister had a friend who was very sick and she ended up using Make-A-Wish before she passed Mm. and I like the way that I just like the way that it made her feel. How did Make-A-Wish help you cope with that? Were you close with your sister's friend? I wasn't no they had they um they spent most of the time together in school or at her house Mm -hmm. but um I kind of I didn't know how to be there for my sister so when my sister told me that they offered make a wish for her, um, my sister seemed to be happier with it. Like it seemed, she seemed to deal with things better, and it helped me find things to talk about the good memories of her friend. That way, it wasn't like that way. There wasn't a, a darkness when she did talk about her friend. Yeah, there was happy mem- moments too. Now the sales though aren't going real well, are they for these things yet? No, there's so, like two. Do you, how do you think we could get more people to buy these bracelets to help make a wish out? Um, well, like you suggested, I could ask my friends and then see if they could find three people and see if those people could find three people, kind uh, of like just as of like hearsay. Spreading the word, totally. Yeah. And I could probably, I could, I could extend the time uh-huh. and put up like posters or like flyers around the school. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. What is this time limit? Um, it, I started it last week, so it would have been this Friday. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking of extending it until Tuesday, right before Thanksgiving break. You moved here? Yeah. In what grade was that? Um, I moved here at the end of 10th. At the so. end of, so just two years ago. And I know from you that school's not always been your thing. No. Um, I started out really bad. I um, skipped a lot of class, a lot of class, like one and a half months, and I had five classes, so that's a lot. And I failed ten classes, so I really had to, like, go up. I couldn't, in order to be able to go to college, I wouldn't have been able, like, I can't fail anything. And I need to get, like, nothing lower than a B minus to raise so I can raise my GPA. Mm-hmm. So. And yeah. you're doing that? Yeah, my lowest grade right now is an 89. What's the change? Um, I noticed that when I was when I was skipping school, I kind of had the whole I don't care attitude, like school isn't gonna help me. And then I started noticing that my sister started to get the same idea, like you know, school is stupid. I don't have to do my work, and it like. I didn't want my sister to follow in the same path that I did. So even so I thought that like if I if I changed a little, if I stopped doing something, she would copy and she would start doing it more cuz I noticed that she like 
she looked up to me a lot and she always did the things that I did so that's why I stopped skipping I started doing my homework but when your sister started mimicking you it made you change why uh, probably because when I would look at my grades I wasn't happy with them and like I felt really stupid like on the inside like I would cry sometimes because even if even though I wasn't putting forth the effort I still felt dumb because when I would go to class I had no idea what was going on so when I seen my sister not do her work it scared me that she would feel like that because that's we are like the worst things we can possibly be to ourselves like everyone is not everyone most people are like really bad on themselves so when you know how that feels I don't want that for her so it really scared me that she was gonna feel that way and then possibly do something about it awful that would it would just change things dramatic dramatically mm-hmm. <laughs> and I didn't want that for her what is this relationship with your sister? You keep bringing her up. Yeah, I had um, some dark times when I was younger, and my sister was always there for me. And she was, when I wanted the dark times to end, my sister was, even though she didn't know it, she was my, like, piece of heaven. What's that like to have a piece of heaven in darkness? Um, it's kind of scary because it's it's just a small piece, and at any moment it could go. But um, it's also really nice. It's like no matter what happens around you, you have this piece of warmth in you, and you know that you can have the worst day possible and then come home and have the best rest of the night. That What, what was involved in some of that darkness? No, yeah, I can share it. Uh, it doesn't bother me for people to know anymore. But um, my mom's fiancé was started molesting me when I was 12 and didn't stop till I was 15. And my mom beat me when I was 13. And it just kind of kept going until I was 15. And what happened when you were 15? Um, well, I... I told my dad about it in July and he obviously was not happy and so he just told my mom that I wasn't coming back and then that's when he started the whole um, that's when we started the custody and so to get it switched over and so then my dad got custody of me and I turned 16 shortly after that that was the move to Spring Lake yeah where were you before Battle Creek. I know that place very well. <laughs> um, Were you, go ahead. Go ahead. So it sounds like your dad kind of just picked you out of that situation, right? Yeah, yeah. he's done. Um, he has not always been there for me, but mm-hmm. at the same time, he has been. Like, it was a, a few years where, well, my mom and dad, they were young parents, so my dad grew up really fast, and... So he he had like this um these couple years where he w- he wanted to be like younger again and he would go out and party and he didn't have time for me and so I went and well, that's why I went and lived with my mom but he's like after that time he's always been there and he's always tried to tell me how sorry he is about all of that 
and he's been like my number one supporter through everything so mm-hmm. how is that transferred into your life like what do you want from your life um as of right now i want to graduate high school <laughs> i just um i want to move forward and i don't want people to look at me and think that her story is really sad and I don't want them to feel sorry for me. I want them to look at me and be like, she made a turnaround. Mm -hmm. And I want to have like a really happy future and I know that, you know, nothing is super happy all the time. But I want like, I want people to look at me and smile. I don't want them to like feel bad for me and like give me a hug and be like, oh, I'm sorry. Because mm-hmm. I hate that so much. <laughs> <laughs> why, do you, why do you hate that? Because it's not sincere. It's it's not like, I'm sorry, I'm willing to help you. It's like, I'm sorry, I feel bad for you. Mm-hmm. And I don't like it when people feel bad for me. Because then it makes me feel really weak and like, you're hopeless. Not, you're not weak. <laughs> you are so strong. Thank you. Wonderful. When you say you want your future to be perfect, what's involved in that? Um... I guess just happiness. Like I want, I want to go to college for culinary, and I want to like go with that. Wanna, my sister has everyone convinced that I'm going to own a bakery, and she's going to work there. So I'm probably going to do that. <laughs> and I want to kind of fix the little pieces of my relationship with my sister. There's a few. There's some pieces that are lacking. But I want to fix those, and I want to hopefully regain a relationship with my mom. Why do you want that? Because um, even though that my mom was really, like, hard on me, she's still my mom. And I love her. Hmm. And so I just kind of, like, a, a part of me is like, well, I should just let it go. And then I'm like, but she's my mom. Where do things currently stand with her and with her uh, fiancé, I guess? Yeah. her He's in jail, and she still chose him, so I'm, I currently don't speak to her. But my sister and I, we talk every day. Your sister lives with your mom? Yeah. In Battle Creek still? Yes, and my mom's fiancé is my sister's dad. Got it. Do you get to see your sister often? Um, not really. Mostly when there's, like, school breaks. So, like, Thanksgiving break, Christmas break, I go down there and I Mm -hmm. see the family. And I spend as much time with my sister as I can. But other than that, I have, like, I work and then I have school and I just don't have... It's a lot of gas to go down there. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. What does an average day in your life look like? What do you like to do? Um, I love to read, and I love Ooh. I love to work, which I think is my dad thinks is really weird, <laughs> and like he he thinks it's weird because he's like you're 17, you should be wanting to go shopping and go to the mall, and I'm like why? I can just go earn money, and mm. I like the people at work, so that helps. But and where's that? Where do you work? I work at Orchard Market, uh, Spring Lake. But uh, my average day usually wake up, come to school. I usually have to like pep talk myself in the morning because I love to sleep. Oh, so don't I'll wake up and I'm like, okay, I can do this. <laughs> and then I come to school, 
and I, I get distracted very easily in school. Mm-hmm. When I get bored, it, anything will distract me. So I try my hardest to pay full attention. Mm-hmm. And then I go home, do my homework, feed the animals, and then go to bed. Yeah. Looking forward um, in your life, what are some things that you feel will be, oh, obstacles to get over in order to have that great, that kind of great life for you? Can you see obstacles that you'll need to get over? Yeah, there are quite a few, actually. Um, I have some inner obstacles that I need to get over. I'm still, like, from everything happening, I still have to get over that. I still have to move on. Because, like, I mean, I've moved on, but a small part hasn't. So I need need to um, figure out ways to deal with that and get over it and there's um I'm really shy if I talk a lot but I'm really shy Mm. and so I need to get over that I would like to get over that as well and I need to I feel like I need to learn to stand up for myself more because I kind of let people just do whatever Mm -hmm. that one is why I got a job because I have to talk to people at Orchard so it helps me come out of my shell more yeah and then I guess just begin standing up for myself is the only way I can really get over that. Yeah. Yeah. And going to going to college, going mm-hmm. to culinary school, what being part of a business or starting one. I mean, those are things you'll be if if that's what you do, you'll be forced to stand up for yourself, you know. A part of something that I tell myself every day, that way I can continue to grow. Um, it's that I can do it. And I know that it's really simple, but it means a lot when everyone tells you you can't. Mm-hmm. And if you sincerely mean it, then you can do a lot with it. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Do you have advice for anyone going through a similar situation or someone struggling with motivation? I guess you just have to find something, something that you love something that is your escape from reality. If your life is bad enough to where you have a separate reality, you take that and you make that your passion and you make that what you want to see in the future. And once you've done that, you try everything you can to get to it. You don't let anything stand in your way. That's beautiful. Thanks, Morgan. Thank you, Morgan. Being on the shared chair. Thanks for listening. Be sure to tune in next week for the next episode. And don't forget to submit works of art and writing to our website to spread a little more empathy.